0: It's been quite a busy week in Indian football, football in India is in full throttle with the under 16 team playing the AFC championship while the ISL is in full flow in India. So without wasting much time, let's just dive right into it. Hey listener and welcome to a brand new episode of Injury Time. I'm your host Naveen and like always I've been joined by Nathan in the studio. Hey Nathan. Hey Naveen, how's it going? It's going pretty fine, quite a number of matches to cover and also joining us on this episode is Sandeep from Bangalore. Hey Sandeep. Hello, how are you guys? Doing good Sandeep. Bangalore getting off their campaign to a winning start, win against Champions Chennai. Yeah,
1: yeah good start uh, generally to be I. Still enjoyed all the matches so far.
0: Absolutely, but we'll get to that a little later. First up is the under-16 championship in Malaysia. A sorry ending for the Indian team there, losing to South Korea in that quarterfinals.
1: Uh Yeah, the under-16 team, they played very well. Uh, very proud moment for the country in a sense, I guess. Um, generally, very good defensive show. Uh, they worked their socks off. They ran all over the park. Uh, it was actually... There were times when you thought India could maybe nick it, especially when one of those... Uh, I forgot the name of the player who took it on his chest and hit it on a wall. It was a great shot, and uh, they had a few other nearly moments. Generally defended well, but uh, South Korea—they, you know, these players have been playing together for five years. They've been going through this for a long time. It was too bridge. i mean, that gap was too much for the Indian boys to bridge. But uh, generally, a very encouraging shot.
0: Absolutely. The defence in particular, they stood tall in that first half. There were waves after waves of Korean attack, but the Indian defence just seemed to throw everything aside.
1: Yeah, generally, I think the Indian team, uh, the junior Indian team, under-16s, under-17s that they uh, they played the World Cup, and uh, recently the under-20s, all of them generally defend more or less well, which I think can be one of the ways that we can improve going forward in fashion. We kind of blessed with a lot of young, good people. If, uh, you know, Dhiraj Singh is now playing in the ISL, uh, who played the under-17. And then there was uh, another debut also for Mohammad uh, Nawaz in Goa, who's also an under-17 keeper. And now you have uh, Niraj here, who's also done very well. So going uh, to be a good thing for the Indian backline in that thing?
0: But what really surprised me was the way the Indian fans here in the country took to this game. Everyone was glued to the television for that quarterfinals, And the social media was a buzz with all the happenings that was happening in Malaysia. Remember, a win in that match would have resulted in India qualifying for the Under-17 World Cup. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But having said that, encouraging signs to say the least, Nathan.
2: Yeah, it was an extremely valiant performance by the Indian national team. But uh, nevertheless, on the whole, very, very valiant performance. And I didn't manage to catch the entire game because I was busy with ISL duty. But Naveen, I take it that you caught the entire game. So what are your thoughts on India's performance?
0: Quite impressive to say the least, especially because this team is coached by an Indian coach, which is very heartening to see Bibiano Fernandez taking charge of this team and the way the team has performed. They might not have scored many goals, they might not have scored any goal except for that one penalty in that win against Vietnam. But defensively, this team looked pretty solid and pretty organized and that is really heartening to see.
1: Yeah, generally, uh, you know, Bibiano has also got to be given a lot of credit for what he's done. Uh, you know, finishing above Iran is not an easy task. And then taking Korea, South Korea, to you know pushing them to the edge. One nil is a very narrow scoreline. It could have gone either way. It, it, I think it's generally, it, like you said, it's very difficult to find an Indian coach who's actually coaching a national team. Uh, you know, we had Louis Norton, B Mateus before, and all these kind of things. So uh, maybe in due time, I think Bibiano, if he continues to you know uh, kind of keep up the performance, can eventually maybe in five six years end up as a national team coach. Because he will be coming up the ranks, you know, through the system, the AFF system. Just like how England and Spain are all doing it. It's just a good way because he'll know the players and then that progression will be smoother. Hopefully, we can see that running. It's not only Bibiano, but Floyd Pinto is also
0: in charge of one of the age group teams. So, if these coaches are to be given more time with this team, they can eventually go on to lead the national team. The senior national team, that's what... All of us can hope at this very moment. But that about the under-16 championship in Malaysia, four teams have already qualified for the World Cup next year in Peru. India is not one among them, unfortunately. But in India, the ISL is on and there are matches every single day. And there's one man here who's been covering every single of them. Nathan, how's it been? Four matches, four days, quite taxing, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's been quite taxing But honestly, I've enjoyed all of the games so far I think uh, there really has been a step up in quality this year Talking about the opening game between ATK and Kerala I was really impressed with Kerala's performance on the whole Honestly, going into the game I expected ATK to comfortably see this through But David James's men performed valiantly uh, We have had two foreigners who played their first game for Kerala In Matij Poplantic and Slavisa Stojanovic <laughs> Names are pretty hard to pronounce But I, I hope, I hope you're getting right. <laughs> But anyway I thought they performed really well on the night they got the two all important goals and uh, yeah very impressive performance from Kerala
0: Sandeep uh, Nathan spoke about the strikers who got them the goals but what about Dhiraj
1: Singh's debut performance what do you make of that a uh, little nervous understandably so but uh, I was surprised to see that he started uh, very happy to see that he started and when called upon he pulled out the stays that uh, needed to be pulled out so altogether a very good performance from him but uh, I think there is like we all think, there is going to be a lot of improvements in the future.
0: Well, that about Kerala and A T K. The opening game, but the second game saw defending champions travel to Bangalore to take on Bengaluru F C. Sandeep, what did you make of that game? One goal deciding the match. There, Miku strike. Was it an offside? Uh, Not
1: offside. <laughs> okay, there are
0: split decisions
1: here. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't think so because uh, it's such a tough call because Miku kind of asked his run, he was in the offside position. He uh, just kind of. Got back and out this run, but didn't do it long enough because he knew the defender was, you know, tracking back. So he didn't have to arc that far back. It's a very intelligent goal, very intelligent movement. He's shown his class again. He, he like, uh, I heard the commentators, commentators say that his last international goal was against uh, Brazil in, in the Copa America, and you know why he played that. It's just a brilliant goal, and that is probably, uh, I think, I the overall the match I thought uh, Chennai had a very good game. Uh, JJ with uh, two very uncharacteristic misses, especially the first one. Uh, I think he was trying to pass and then got confused about to shoot and kind of did. Neither uh, Neither of that just kind of chipped it. I mean, if that goal had gone in, it would have been a whole other game. Then I, uh, he also had another chance and he left uh, last round to bake a back pass. Uh, so there were chances. Chen- Chennai is obviously a very good team. They played like a very good team. But they were slightly unlucky and uh, BFC, when the chance came, they took it. Sindhi, what do you make of the this new look
0: BFC with quite a number of new names. Cisco starting there, Serna coming in, has the centre-back along with on. How did the team look? I think defensively, they, are, they have
1: to get a little bit more solid because they had few nervy moments over there. The centre-back partnership is new. Uh, Beckham made a very, you know, like again, uncharacteristic. I think maybe early season part, that is an issue. Offensively, they seemed okay. Chetri missed a couple of things that uh, probably he and on another day he might have taken it all the way. But uh, it's again the first match, right? So, it takes some time for them to get through. But uh, I have to say I was impressed with Gurpreet uh, a lot. He saved quite a few good shots. His distribution was also much better. So, generally, I think it's uh, good news for them as well. And Chennai also.
0: The other teams who had their first game in the past weekend was Goa and Northeaster. A 2-2 result there, Nathan, quite uncharacteristic of Goa to go and drop points in Northeast.
2: Yeah, looking at their previous record, you would expect Goa to, you know, come away with all three points. But uh, I don't think Sergio Ribera has learned from his mistakes last season. Uh, Goa's defense looked pretty, looked in shambles throughout the game. And uh, honestly, uh, if not for some questionable finishing, I thought Northeast could have easily come away from that game with all three points. Uh, but having said that, it was a very exciting game. Might not have been the best in quality given the number of mistakes that were made by both sides, but a very enjoyable game throughout the 90 minutes.
0: Uh, but what about Northeast? Uh, do you see them go, th- go the distance this time around, or will it be another underwhelming performance by this
2: team? Well, uh, they definitely look better looking at the first game. I was impressed with how uh, Shatori set up his men. They were. Uh, for patches throughout the game, they did show some kind of organization and drive going forward. And also, let's not forget uh, let's not forget Bartimelo Ogbeche. He's their new summer recruit. He's a very accomplished striker. He's done wonders in the Dutch league, so I'm really expecting a lot from him. Going ahead in the season He performed well in his debut He got the all-important goal So if, uh, if North East can get their star striker up and running Then I definitely expect them to perform better than last season
0: Well, that about Northeast United versus FC Goa There's one more game that happened over the past few days With Mumbai City FC taking on a Tim K. Hill-less Jamshetur FC But for Jamshetur,
2: that barely mattered They came out to win a 2-0 result there <laughs> Yeah, Naveen, I heard you were at the stadium watching the game. So how does it how does it feel? Well, I thought most of the MDFA
0: games that I've seen and played in the past were much better than what I saw yesterday <laughs> to be very frank. Especially that first half Mumbai's Pretty much doesn't seem to have learned from last season, their defence still looks in shambles. Subashish kinda had a good game but with Jerry Maung Tanana on that right flank, it was always, always going to be difficult for this man to defend against the pace that Jerry produces and yesterday it was no surprise that he ended up with the ma- man of the match trophy also. But then you again have someone like Rafael Bastos who was brought in to get those goals for Mumbai. Unfortunately yesterday was not his day. But Paulo Machado tried his bit. Didn't work out. Good free kick, let's not forget that. Yeah, a really good free kick there. Rafiq tried to loop it and Sugu getting the goal. But unfortunately, rule for offside, which was correct decision. Unlike what most of the fans inside the stadiums were <laughs> hoping for. That one thing that I want, really wanted to ask both of you guys. Uh, refereeing in this competition so far has been good on par. What do you make of it? Uh, yeah, the
1: refereeing has been good. I think it's been good. Uh, there was some contentious uh, decision in bangalore Bangalore match also. the Like the offside, which... Even if it's that marginally, uh, if the referee is not sure, he has to give it to the advantage of the striker, which is what he did. Uh, the red card shout for the tackle on Udanda from Jerry, I thought that was yellow because, you know, he was far away and he's moving away away from goal. So, generally, I thought it was, it's was. it been good. I, um, maybe that Goa first goal that they conceded when the goalkeeper came out thinking it's offside and then he caught the ball. That was maybe... Because it was offside. I don't know why he didn't raise the flag. But eventually ended up being, you know, the freaky for the other team. Other than that, I don't think uh, there's been anything wrong at all.
0: Nothing even yesterday's match, the Mumbai vs Jamshedpur game, there were two goals that Mumbai finally managed to score, but both were ruled offside. Pretty correct decisions there, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I thought
2: they were excellent decisions. I mean, they were very close calls. I mean, both offside decisions were very marginal, and there were a lot of bodies in the penalty box. So it would have been really difficult for the linesman to correctly rule out the disallowed goals. So on the whole, so far from what I've seen, there's been a lot of good refereeing decisions. If I'm not mistaken, we haven't seen any penalties so far. Uh, but yeah, too many shouts though. Yeah, a lot of appeals for penalties, but uh, including the Bangalore game also, I thought the Jerry uh, tackle on Udanta was a yellow card. He was about 40 yards away from goal and like Sandeep mentioned, he was going away from goal. So, I thought that was the correct decision. Uh, But yeah, I don't think there has been any real controversy so far with with regards to refereeing decisions. So, good start for the Indian referees in the ISL.
0: Well, one thing I have to mention here, Sandeep, this should uh, make you a little happy. Yesterday, there, there was a journalist who asked... Says Fernando, who's the manager of Jamshedpur FC, about Sumit Pasi's performance in that opening game. And guess what he had to say? Sandeep, any wild guesses? Not only a good play, he said he's the best that he, best India can produce and he has the best players in the world. Can you beat that?
1: I mean, you know, as a coach, you have to say good things. And to be fair, I think they played very well. Uh, Jamshedpur had a very good game. Uh, especially, I mean, that Maria Arkes' goal, the first goal. Yeah. That was such a beautiful move from him. He is the one who flipped it to the other side and if you see his run, it's such a good run. I mean, And there is something always about their looping header also. It's not an easy finish. He made it look so easy.
0: Well, like you said, Cahill would have been
1: very happy with that header. Yeah, Cahill would have been very I'm sure. He hasn't confirmed the <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he would have been. But generally, I thought they played well. They didn't last year with Jamshidpur that we saw, sat back a lot, you know, different kind of style. This year, they're playing with more verve and uh, it's interesting, a lot of these teams with the new coaches are just learning, you know, kind of how how to play the new style or adapt to the system. So it will take some time before they start properly playing in that sense. But maybe maybe even one full season. But Generally, I thought the games are all pretty interesting.
0: Well, they might take a while, but one thing is for sure, we'll be there throughout the journey to get you all the latest from the world of Indian football. Well, it's time for us to slip into a short break. But on the other side of the break is answers to the questions that you listeners have posted. And we are back. So, it's time for questions from our listeners. Who who wants to go first? Sandeep, Nathan, who's going first? Okay, so Nathan's going first. Nathan, the question for you is from Navid Ahmed. He is asking, is ISL matches not being full
2: house a reason for panic? Uh, well, I don't quite agree with Navid over here. Uh, looking at yesterday's game between Mumbai and Jamshitu, I thought it was a pretty packed stadium. I was surprised with the crowd that actually attended the game. Um, if you look at Mumbai football arena, they've only got a capacity of around 8,000. 8,000 seats and uh, I think the official attendance was around 7,000 or 6,000. So, that's a pretty good number starting off. So, I don't quite agree with him there. I think one case he might have is that when you're watching on television, a lot of the stands are empty, uh, especially considering the ATK versus Kerala game. Now, uh, my reasoning is that a number of seats in these stadiums have not been allocated. I don't think they've got the required uh, permission to house every single fan in the stadium so I think that's why it might seem that stadiums are being empty uh, in these respective cities but from what I've seen so far I think the number of fans actually turning up to these games have actually increased so I don't quite agree with Navid over here but good point
0: well Sandeep coming to you now Sharath has a question for you he's asking what should be our football identity going forward well this question comes after India's defensive performance in the under 16 AFC championship where they were defensively brilliant to say the least.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I actually don't think uh, we should have one set way of playing because uh, by, when the Dutch, uh, the Spanish the Spanish people or uh, English at the long ball game, they had already been playing at a high level for a long time to develop a sort of an identity over time. Uh, to actually go into the process thinking this is the way we need, we need to play it might be a little to our own detriment. But uh, generally, if you look at the, like we touched on earlier, the defensive performance of the under-16 team, the under-17 team, the under-20 team, uh, we have goalkeepers, like we said, Dheeraj and Neeraj and Mohamed Nawaz, who got another chance recently in the Goa game. You have a good core young group. And there is uh, Ashir Akhtar, I think, is a BSC youngster. He is actually a decent, uh, good player. There's Myron Mendes, uh, a few others also coming up here and there. So you can see... uh, the young defensive defenders and the wing-backs and the left-backs, they're all getting better and better. So I think defensively, uh, going forward, I think that is the way we will go. Also because we're always trying to play teams who are better than us, especially in you know tournament competitions. So we have to make sure that we don't concede before going on the counter and attacking. So until we have a level playing field, I think that's probably how they... How it will happen, not that this is the way I want it to happen, how it will not probably wind up happening. Okay,
2: Nabeen, this one's for you. A question from Vivek Mohan. He, he asks, are the exposure tools of age groups of Indian football worth it? If it isn't, what is the other option to improve our grassroots quality? I think we've had this one before, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, we have had the discussion in the past and my opinion on this still remains the same. Exposure trips is not the way to go forward. If you want to develop quality footballers in the country, you need to send these players to clubs and let them play alongside their senior pros. In that way, they not only develop as a football player, but also as a whole professional. And that is what I would hope that these boys, especially the guys who have been part of this under-16 team, when they come back, get a chance to rub shoulders against against the best in the country. And I think Renity Singh also in one of his latest interviews said, uh, said the same thing. That these players need to be given contracts with the clubs in the country and let them and allow them to develop with the players in the country. Creating a team, creating a co-group of under-16 or an under-17 and sending them on exposure to, and sending them on exposure tour is not the way to be. And I still sit to that.
1: What right, do you think, uh, considering what you've seen from the first one four matches that we've seen so far? We, like we said, the goalkeeper got a debut. debut. There is Sahil Abdul Samad in uh, Kerala last year, who got a look-in. Uh, German tweets, I think, got listening. Mean, are you Hanilithaapa, they okay, came on? Do so you think uh, now that Anwar Ali is in Mumbai, isn't he? Yeah, I'm sure. Now you think these players will now start getting chances to play in the ISL because there is uh, a credence to that. You know, the managers are giving them a chance now.
0: I think that will happen, especially because uh, the count of foreigners in the ISL has now come down. It's it's just five now. Five. Yes, it's just five foreigners per team. So. Indians will get an opportunity. It, it is now up to these players whenever they get an opportunity to take that chance and grab it with both their hands and show their quality. And if you, as a player, if you show your quality on the field, I think no manager can ever stop you from playing in the coming matches. Isn't it, Sandeep? Yeah,
1: and also two teams are going to play the AC Cup, so there is going to be more number of matches in those teams. So the chances of getting game time is more on that. That that's personally what I would say.
0: Well, yes. Uh, Nothing. There's one more question, and this is for
2: you. Eight goals scored so far in the ISL. All of them by foreigners. A worry? Uh, no, I don't think it's quite a worry. Um, if you're looking at the first round of fixtures, there were a lot of Indian players who actually stepped up to the plate. Uh, looking at yesterday's game between Mumbai and Jamshedpur, Jerry uh, had a wonderful performance. He was voted the hero of the match, and I felt that throughout the ninety throughout the ninety minutes or seventy five minutes, he was taking off. He was taken off. Uh, during the 75th minute mark. But uh, throughout the game, he was quite quite a threat for Jamshedpur. And he was responsif- responsible for most of the attacking threat. Uh, and then you've got... Uh, in North East, you had Nikhil Kadam and Roland Borges. I think they had pretty good performances. Especially in the second half against Goa. I know what he's talking about when uh, no Indian players have scored. You, you I mean, uh, Sunil Chetri and JJ. The usual uh, suspects... Of Indian football, they were quite at their best on Sunday, uh, but I don't think there's too much to worry. It's only the first game, uh, so let's see how the season pans out. I and mean, I'm sure these Indian stars will come out good.
1: The striker position is also quite the hardest, um, you know, in football because of the time, lack of time that you have, lack of space that you have. And India, as a country, is always invested in, you know, getting foreign strikers more than any other position. So I think it's just been par for the course. Uh, because they give you that little bit more technical and tactical thing or they're little bit stronger than the Indian boys are at the moment. Which uh, I think will slowly change in due time. But again, like uh, Nathan said, nothing really to worry about. It's just part of the game.
0: Absolutely nothing to worry. Indian strikers will score goals when the chances come. I think that's all we have on this episode of Injury Time, guys. Nathan, it was great to have you on the show today. Thanks, Naveen. Thanks for having me over. And Sandeep, thanks a lot for joining us all the way from Bangalore on a phone call.
1: Thank you. Thank you for
0: having me. So, guys, that's all on this episode of Injury Time. You can always write to us. On Twitter, you can tweet to us at Injury Time IND. And on Facebook, like and follow us. Our Facebook page is called Injury Time IND. Until we bring you the next episode of Injury Time, have a great week and enjoy the game.